Hello and welcome to Connectivity 237. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined once again by Zachary Miller. <laughs> Curtis Bonds. Yeah! <laughs> and a special guest joining us this week, uh, Dr. Jonathan Metz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't compete with these guys. <laughs> That's my best <laughs> <quite> impression. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just um, peek out, peek out your meter there. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's pretty obvious that we're obviously going to be talking about uh, Mario Odyssey uh, on this episode. So we'll just get uh, straight into it, and um, I'll uh, start with Johnny. What's uh, your sort of general impressions of the, um, of the game? I like it. It's it's a good game. It's long. It has a lot of uh, moons. <laughs> and colors and costumes, <laughs> and it's very cute. All right, great podcast, everybody. See you later. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, in, in what in what context? Give me a little more than that. Okay. What are you looking for? Um, I talked a lot okay. about this game on Radio Free Nintendo, and I'm going to try hard to, not to repeat myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe we could talk a bit about um, like what are our thoughts on the sort of the the way they've approached uh, this game in terms of, like, how it compares to the the progression of Mario 64. I mean, a lot of the levels in this game um, actually aren't that much bigger than levels from, like, Mario 64 or Sunshine. They're just very, very densely packed, which, um, like, my comparison, like, early on was to the Cascade Kingdom. That level is very similar to Bob on Battlefield in terms of, like, the layout and the size and everything, but... You just, um, when I first started playing, you just started to uncover more and more moons. And you're like, how is there more on this level? I mean, like, I don't know. I still don't know exactly what to think of the game. Like, I really like, like it and stuff, but um, I still don't know where I sit on it. I mean, it feels, I don't know. I can't really explain what it is um, that's sort of at the back of my mind going, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, you just made me think of something um, with the the sixty four comparison, which is unavoidable here, and it's somewhat you know the game has a lot of built in references to Mario sixty four, but um, on Bob-omb Battlefield, that first level from sixty four, do you remember the star that you get from um, pounding down the post on the chain chomp? Yeah, and it yeah. and it activates it and it blasts through the gate, and then you can get the mm-hmm. star that's that's hidden away in there. I feel uh-huh. like that's about seventy five percent of Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. It's it's like finding these little unique strange tucked away things in these levels and just trying them, you know, and sometimes yeah. I'll pass by the same thing three or four times before I realize what I could do there that I haven't done, whether that's using one of Mario's moves or using a capture, you know, or just kind of take approaching from a totally different angle. Um, and, and a lot of these star, these moons, I keep saying stars, but these moons are really just kind of either hidden away in plain sight or they're, they sit there and they tease you and they make you wonder, how am I supposed to get up there? You know, it it doesn't seem like there's a way to do it. Um, but there's always some kind of clue. And if you look around, you'll, you'll find something that will lead you to it. And so, so much of the game is just digging into these spaces and figuring out how they work and how they're put together and what you're able to influence and what you can, what you can, um, how you can navigate it differently by capturing different 
different creatures and different enemies. So I, I think it's very similar to the structure in 64. Like you said, the levels are, and for the most part, they're pretty much on the same scale. And I think we always thought that if, if Nintendo ever made a true successor to Mario 64, they would kind of do it in a similar way, but just make the levels much larger. And instead, what they did was keep them about the same size and just pack them much more densely with stuff to do and stuff to find. What yeah. do, you, do you guys do? You guys like that approach? I love it. Uh, I think I think that Chain Chomp uh, example is a great example because that's the first star I got in Mario 64, and it's on the way to the real goal, which is get to the top of the mountain. Uh, and Mario's uh, uh, Odyssey gives you a goal. It says, you know, go over here, but then on the way you you get about a you know 20 moons. Mm-hmm. So I I really like that. Yeah, I like it a lot too, and it it really helps too that you are not like given any other ability in the game. Like once once you start the game and you get Cappy, you are pretty much set for finding every single moon. Like Zelda. And yeah, pretty much. Like once you get all those powers, it's like you have everything you need. I mean, you're gonna get stuff that will help you along the way. But I mean, in this game, it's just you don't really. The only things that really help you are like you know. Uh, little bonuses you can buy from the store, like extra health or whatever. But uh, I, ca- I kind of like this approach because you can... Anything you can see or anything you can, like, get... any any You can get pretty much anywhere in the level, like, right from the get-go, like, right when you get there. Um, but, uh, there's some exceptions, almost. though. There, there's there, some exceptions. Yeah. There's like, some things you need certain costumes to... To let right. people, yeah, I mean that's to, the only be, thing is just like yeah, you need cost, you need certain costumes to get in this certain well, area, and you need but to beat I'm, the game. There's certain there's yeah. there's actually quite a few moons on every level that you can't get until you beat the game. Which oh yeah, I well think, I mean like I I'm, I mean in terms of just like what you see, like what you see, you can access straight away with the powers that you have. Like once you beat the game, there's a bunch of challenges that open up, but it's like you don't yeah. really see them during the main course of the game. Oh, I mean, like, there's, just... there's definitely islands and, and towers yeah. and things off in the distance that you won't get to until you, you can't you can't access yeah. until much later in the game. That's what yeah, I was the say. Only, yeah, the only yeah. the only exceptions I was going to mention were like you know those painting shortcuts. Yeah, that were like you know warp you to a certain point in a level that you wouldn't be able to access. But for like for like everything. It, all like ninety nine percent of a level, you can just access straight away with what you have. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention like when I was playing the Cascade Kingdom first off, I I got like I wasted a lot of time trying to work out like a way to get up to that floating island above the stage because I thought, oh, there must be like a warp pipe or something I can find to get me up there. Oh yeah. I, I wasted probably like a good twenty minutes, half an hour trying to figure it out, and then mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, it mustn't just. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, those are the only things that are kind of weird. About, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of wish that, like, because I think even some of the moons, um, in like when you first go to a, a level or whatever, you can't like there's there's the post game stuff you can do after, but then there's moons that you just need to come back later for the the level to sort of change like a bit later on. Um, like I don't think it's possible to get all of the moons on like your first or second visit to a place. No. Um, I don't know if I like. I don't, I don't know if I would prefer it if it was possible to like hundred percent a level before moving on, or if it was, you know, because it's a little vague the way it presents itself at the moment, too. I think it's good that you can't, because then you don't get burned out on a level. Yeah. Well, you can still burn yourself out on a level. You can. Oh, you, you can, can, yeah. I, I yeah. have, I have, but... Yeah. 
Yeah. I was probably getting about half the moons <laughs> before moving on, roughly, I think. I was sort of like just finding all the stuff I could do that was kind of obvious and stuff, and then moved on to the next one. Yeah, um, I kind of, I, I like the approach of diminishing returns. You know, like I, I take the ones that are obvious and easy or that look fun to get, and if there's some hmm. that I can't quite figure out or they look like they're too much trouble or they involve me running and changing costumes and coming back, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll come back to that later. But right yeah. now, I got better things to do. There's parts of this game that I that I enjoy more than that, so I'm just gonna go. And, and there's so much here that you can. And I mean, I do think the game is good about letting you really take things on. And not it's not every sing, it's not in whatever order you want because we've said there is some gating. But in for the most part, you know, even when the game suggests that you go do this moon next. That's totally optional, you know. Yeah. You could mm-hmm. you could delay doing those story missions almost indefinite. I mean, you, you know, you could do tons of other stuff before you ever get around to doing those. Um, and yeah, you could. I, I, I think James Jones um, mentioned on RFN that he found out that you can actually move on to the next world without completing the story missions, even yeah. though mm. there's usually only a couple per level, so yeah. it doesn't take that long to do them. But if you just do enough side stuff or just other missions. You can just move on and I guess finish the game probably without having completed some of that story stuff along the way. I don't know if maybe maybe you get to the end and it says, Oh, you need to go back there and do that thing. But Yeah, I, I, I have I haven't uh, come across that yet. Like every single level I, I went through, I just completed every single one of the main story missions. So yeah, I'd be interested I'd be interested to see if they like gate off Maybe like the final level or whatever. I bet they because do because you didn't because you didn't face off like against all the rabbits or whatever. Or mm, I reckon right. they. I don't think it would. I think it would let you do it, and that you just still have to go back later and still do them later anyway. But I don't think it would stop you from finishing the game. It feels like it wouldn't to me. Yeah, because the only the only thing that really seems to change uh, once you beat all the story missions is you get the Uncle Amiibo and the Hint Toad near the mm. near the Odyssey. Mm. Yeah, and it, those are totally optional stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was using the Hint Toad for a bit uh, recently. Like, it's pretty helpful. At least you know where to start looking. Hint More Toad costs too much. Toss some, toss some Amiibos on there and you'll get yeah, that's, a lot that's more basically what I that's basically what I've been doing. It's just, I, I can wait the five minutes to find the find the hints by just, like, popping my Bayonetta and Peach and Toad on there. Oh, so they don't have to be Mario Amiibo? No, you no, can use any of them. basically... Yeah, you can use any amiibo, but the, th- the funny thing is, it will from what I, from what I've tested with it, it will like say, "Oh, you tap tap the Squid Girl amiibo," or you tap uh the oh you tap the Marie amiibo or the Inkling girl. yeah, and like but if you tap like a Mega Man amiibo or a Bayonetta amiibo, it will say, "Oh you oh hmm. you have a lovely, oh, what amiibo. A lovely amiibo, what a lovely amiibo." Yeah, we'll send this out to search too. Yeah. Hmm. And some some amiibos will give you costumes, like uh, Wario amiibo will get you a Wario costume, and uh, uh, if you tap the, I think any Mario amiibo, you get um, uh, the reverse color scheme overalls from Mario Two. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah, that's not even from Mario Two. That's like from the Nintendo Power cover. That's of what Mario I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I actually I actually think that's that's like the original Donkey Kong, right? Yeah, that was his original cut so. color scheme. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Hmm. Huh. That's neat. But it is, but, uh, it is so nice little bonuses like that. It seems mm-hmm. like it, at least most, if not all, the Amiibo costumes, you can also buy with coins in the game. 
Yeah, oh, you can get yeah. all of them, I think. Yeah. I've, I bought a Lu- uh, Waluigi outfit, so I, I imagine yes. you get that if you have a Waluigi Amiibo, but I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I sported That was like the, one of the first ones I scanned. I sported the Waluigi for a while, because it greatly amused me that that was an option. And <laughs> I used to have a Waluigi Amiibo, but I gave it to my nephew, so I, I didn't get a chance to try it on here. Uh, uh, it's the only one I had. I just want to um, go back to a point that was brought up a bit earlier in terms of the size of the levels as well. Because I was thinking, like, if Nintendo tried to make Mario Odyssey uh, during the Wii generation, um, I think their inclination at the time might have been to make the worlds, you know, a lot bigger, sort of expand the scope that way. But, um, yeah, because... I don't know. Maybe the the benefit of hindsight, they they went the complete opposite way. Well, or they like, with, or they still could. Had. Maybe that. Maybe they just. Maybe they said, "Hey, we can't make the levels dense and large in yeah. this game." Yeah, so it's just like let's have, choose they have to stop one. at one point. Yeah, and it's and that's the thing. That's the thing too. Is just like some of the some of the levels are just kind of weirdly designed because they like want to make them look like there's you know these big sprawling levels or whatever but mm. you can like notice the seams kind of like especially in New Dock City I feel like that do- that whole area just doesn't make sense because like you have this you have this big city and there's all kinds of like, skyscrapers around but it's like the city just kind of ends you know there's just these giant cliffs yeah. That are just like blocked off with like roadblocks or something, but you still see an expansive city in the skybox, and it's just like it's just it's so weird. They, they are really just like Mario sixty four levels, where every yeah, every floating. kingdom is pretty much on an island, yeah. and it's like the desert. It's this huge desert, the Toast Arena, and then you get to the edge of it, and it just drops off into nothingness, and then you could follow that perimeter all the way around the edge. So it's like, it seems very large if you're anywhere in the interior, but if you get out towards the edge, it's like, okay, so I'm just, it's like I'm on this 360 degree Grand Canyon tour. You know, it's, it's like, very strange the way these lands are, are, are thrown out there. It's like Dark City. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Miyamoto is a big fan of Dark City. How, how do you get yeah, to, just, uh, just... how do you get to Seashore Island? Nobody got that. All right, Shell Beach. No, sorry, <laughs> Shell Beach, Seashore Island. Um, yeah, New Dunk's like pretty, pretty big, like to explore. I mean, it, when you're on top of the buildings and stuff, it seems really small. But when you're down on the, on the ground, running around and stuff, like it's uh, pretty big. Um, but I, I like some of the smaller ones too. Like they, it's like the. Like the Lost Island one, like the prehistoric sort of looking one. Yeah, I really um, like that's that really one. tiny, but at the same time, when you're sort of running around, it's like, oh yeah, I got to climb back up the hill. It does take a little bit of time. I, I mean, you can do it faster if you're like a good proficient at the cappy jumping and stuff. Uh, speaking of which, did, did you guys? It did take you guys a while to adjust to doing the various cappy jumps to like, you know, platform and stuff. I still yeah. have not figured out a little half bit. of that. Mm-hmm. I, I figured out. I figured uh, it took me. A, yeah, it took me a little bit to figure out that uh, if I like doing the like throwing out Cappy and doing the long jump will yes. just automat will just almost always just make me land on Cappy. Like I tried just to doing it doing it manually, just throwing mm-hmm. out Cappy and just trying to line my jump up accordingly, and I always fall. But uh, doing doing the long jump in combination with that, I just always land on it. So yeah, my it's go-to. become muscle memory at this point. My go-to now is just yeah, like do a long jump, throw Cappy, do a dive, 
bounce off the hat again, I think, then you do another dive or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty far. Yeah, the Um, dive is the part that, that, that what is it, Z, L, and B at the same time in midair. I'm not, I I didn't see, maybe there's, it's a travel tip or something, or there's somewhere that I missed where it tells you how to do that, but I didn't learn how to do that until after I beat the game. So it's very optional. You know, you don't, and because I didn't know how to do the dive, I ended up not really using Cappy for jumping purposes much ah. at all. Yeah, very I rare all. circumstances. Um, but I mean, well, I'm yeah. also, I'm very good at the U-turn jumps and the long jumps and the wall yeah. jumps and all that stuff. Yep. Cause those, they still work and Standard. feel pretty much the same as from all the yep. way back to 64. So, uh-huh. yeah. um, I, I'm very comfortable doing that stuff. Even there were a few places I used triple jumps, which was fun. So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I like that they keep those classic moves and they still take some skill to pull off. But if you kind of come in understanding those and how to apply them, you can you can do some really cool stuff with them, you know. And I and I like that there's alternative moves also that that accomplish pretty much the same thing. I saw yeah. um, just recently I saw that if you uh, if you ground pound and then immediately jump, yeah, yeah, yeah jump a little boost way back up higher. It's not any higher than a U-turn jump or a somersault, but for some people it might be easier to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially when there's like not a lot of space yeah. to like try and do that backwards jump. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely used the ground pound jump a few times because it was uh, easier. Like when you're facing a ledge or something to climb up onto it. Um, so if you do that in Mario, you'll grab it, which is cool. But... And ap- and apparently that move existed in past Mario games, and I've just never ever used what? it before. Really? I I I swear I heard somewhere like you could do that same exact move in 3D World. Like where you oh, it might have been in right 3D afterwards. world. Maybe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. I never heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. It's new. It was news to me. It's just like, what? Really? That's just that was just never ever brought up. I don't think you learn how to do the dive until you get to the moon, and by then it barely matters. Hmm. No, the dive they teach you it in. I'm pretty sure you'd learn it in like the Cap Kingdom and all that because that's where I learned it that's where i, I oh. was doing it from this trying to do it from the start it took me like a little while to get used to the button presses because for a while i was fumbling fumbling over them when i was doing the dive and stuff and stuffing it up but it tells you somewhere pretty early on i'm sure it does mm. okay um what did you guys think of the very elongated ending sequence of this game that was like one of the best ending sequences in any Nintendo game I've played in a long time. I felt it went on a bit long. Like, when you land in Bowser's I, Kingdom, you think, alright, this is it, and then it's not. And then you think, oh, okay... You mean the, like it, oh, you mean in general. Yeah, I, I was and just, then the moon. I, I was speaking, okay, here's the yeah. moon. I'm here. Oh, no, it's not here yet either. It keeps on going! I could have done without oh, the was, boss I, rush. But yeah, I, me I too. Mean, yeah. You know, oh, I, mean. I, was, I was specifically speaking about... Uh, like after after you beat Bowser and you have to escape. I'm talking about yeah. That no, that part's sequence. great. Yeah, yeah, that was like the best. Like, oh my god, that was so <laughs> good. And that song that played in that final section is just like, did they get Jun Sanu on this on this game? What the hell's going on? <laughs> I have no idea. This crush forty ass song. That song surprised <laughs> me. I was like, wow, that's surprising. I really liked the song as well. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, the music's fantastic throughout. I, I'm yeah, a big fan cool. of how they do 8-bit versions of the songs when yeah. you go into the wall yeah. murals. Yeah. The wall and murals those, are really um, fun. I wish there was more of that. There's yeah. quite a lot of them, though. Like, there's probably more than I thought there might have been, which is which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still even discovering more than I 
more than Yeah, there's a I few have. in the post game that I've tried that I've just had to come like I've given up. I was ah like, oh, stuff I'm stuffing up. Which is like um a good sign because like yeah, a lot of the challenges in the post game are a lot a fair bit harder, which is which is good. I've already run into a few that I've gone, ah oh, really? It's taken me a bit longer to do, to get through this one. <laughs> yeah, certainly um, there's there's one in the Mushroom Kingdom that really tested my patience. Oh yeah, I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, before we started recording today, I was in the Wooded Kingdom. I'm trying to get all the the moons in that, and um, I ran into a, a bonus area with uh, involved some sheep and uh, sheep herding, and uh, yeah, just to say, it's kind of annoying. Mm. Yeah, I was just doing some sheep herding in the Mushroom Kingdom level myself, and that's that's far less annoying. But mm. there are still times where it's just like the sheep will just kind of wander onto the edge of the level and just like not move away from it, and it's just like <laughs> come, just come, stop. Just get over the... Why do you want to die? Why do you want to die? You need to go. And they just... And I just... I like, can't do it. So it's just like, fine. You know, whatever. Cappy, ta- Cappy take them away. And just like, <laughs> toss them off the cliff and they respawn. Would have been a lot easier to just capture the sheep. Yeah. Yeah, be... or pick them up or something. Yeah. I don't know, because they have cap... They have hats. Yeah. Like, they have the sombreros. So it's just like you could just knock them off, but I don't know. Maybe Cappy see, maybe Cappy sees the sheep as like not a threat. <laughs> no, so it's just I mean, like they don't. You know, there's lots of creatures, both friendly and otherwise, that you can capture. Yeah. I, I do, yeah, like and, frogs, inanimate yeah. objects. I, th- I thought it was funny that you know, in general, if something has a hat, that means you cannot capture it. But then they yeah. put enemy. They put out their enemies who you can knock their hats off of them, and then you can capture them. Except like the bosses, which once you knock their hats off, then you can just jump on their heads, but you still can't right. capture them. There's a, the the whole mythos is really inconsistent, and really <laughs> the only way to know how anything works is just to try it. Yeah, but that, that, I true. do think that's in the spirit of of Mario, though. So it's okay. Pretty much. But yeah, there's really no way to just look at something and like understand how it works until you go over there and spend a lot of time with it. Yeah. Did you guys like the capture, like capturing the different enemies and stuff? Oh yeah. I felt it became pretty prescripted after a while. Mm. Like, yeah, it's... oh, Goombas. Goombas means there's going to be a a girl Goomba around here who's going to give me a moon. Or, yeah. You know, things like that kind of bugged me, but it's fun. It's fun being in the different bodies. Uh, I like just... how they all move and feel different. Yeah, that's sure. yeah. nice. And um, you know, I like how many different ones there are. But like the Goomba, you know, most of the forms are so limited that there's not a whole lot you can do with them that Mario couldn't do more easily on his own. Yeah, uh, yeah and not... I think the best captures are the ones like the. I'm not sure what they're called, but the thing that's encased in a bubble of water. And oh, yeah. Jet around. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that just was a to- totally different. Yeah. You know, I think the T-Rex is really fun to, to run around in. I wouldn't want to do it every level, but it, yeah. I think it's it's a good amount of it in the game. And, you know, there's a few other ones I wouldn't want to spoil for everybody if they haven't played the game yet. But, you know, there are definitely a few that stand out as being used in very clever ways. You can tell the, the ones that have more depth to them have more moons that you can get. Mm. So yeah. I do think the, the the designers understand where it makes sense, and then there's other mechanics that you you do it once and you get a couple moons, and then you may never see it again. And, and you know, I guess that's okay too. Yeah, I think the main the main thing to take away is that none of them none of the none of it just seems intrusive. 
Like, you're not going up to an enemy that you have to capture. It's just like, oh, this again. That's or true. Whatever. It's just like everything just flows. It has its own... They have their own purpose, no matter how how small or how large it is. But, uh, yeah, it never... It never I, I never felt like it slowed down anything. Yeah. I quite like the um the Woody Kingdom one, the like the pot plant thing, the with the vines that you stretch yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's your guys' favorite uh, capture ability? Actually, it's probably what that one say? for me. Uh, mine would probably be a toss-up between the Tropical Wiggler or... Uh, <laughs> I like the, oh, I the keep... Wiggler, yeah. Yeah. The Tropical Wiggler or, I keep forgetting the, the enemy's name, but the little pe- the little pe- uh, woodpecker thing. Oh, yeah, oh from Bowser's Kingdom. Really yeah, those yeah, are yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would probably have to go with the Bullet Bill. Um, especially mm. the giant bullet bill. Oh yeah, that's really exciting mm-hmm. when you get to do that. And it t- uh, it took yeah, it took me a little bit to kind of get used to how bullet bill controls because, like, I I I guess I was overthinking it when I took control of a bullet bill, especially in some of the later stages where you have to control one because, like, I would as- I would assume the way you would move a bullet bill is like kind of like tank controls. Like, you know, how how you would play something like Super Off-Road or whatever, but no, it's just like, you know, no, you just move it around like you normally would something. Yeah, like you that. just you just point to where you want it to go. Yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason, I just way, way over th- over overthought it. But yeah, it, it was cool. It was still cool. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that there's skill involved in pretty, mo- almost all the captures. There's some skill involved because they all are different. They have their own controls and the game... It'll show you that sometimes there's nuances that the game doesn't tell you right off the bat, and again, it, it it over time you just learn how to do them better. It's I'm really feeling it as I go through these levels for the second or third time to go clean up more moons. When I capture those things, I'm no longer worried about the basics of how to control them. I'm more interested yeah. in like what are the really interesting things I can do with this, and you know even some of these I've spent some time with before. I'm I'm learning new things about about what they're capable of, and and that's exciting. So even though they may seem very simple, like you know the the um, the thing you guys talked about in the in the jungle or the dinosaur world that uh, or, I'm sorry the woodland kingdom that can stretch upward, yeah. When you first get that, ba- its only control is basically push this button to stretch upward. It can't even really jump, yeah, or dash, and and it doesn't have an attack. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is so simplistic. I don't know, you know, how fun this is going to be. And it ended up being your favorite. So, because yeah. there's, I, you know, again, I don't even want to t- say all the other things you can do with it, but they use that thing in some very interesting ways. And it, and it ends up changing the kind of level design that they pair it up with. And so As, it yeah, ta- especially it, the boss fights too. Right. Yeah. So the way you approach enemies and the way you approach exploration and, and the platforming, they all change because you're in charge of this, this creature. And, and that's, it takes some time to, to really get to grips with that. And to know what to look for and to know how to deal with it when you get there. So I like that a lot. I like all the bosses that you play that you play as a capture. I wish there yeah, was me more too. of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Those are very interesting. I don't really like the rabbit fights. They're just very rote. Well, they're just the the same fights basically as like um, we've had for the last what three games or whatever with the um, Koopalings. Yeah, basically. they they feel like just glorified boom boom fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, run around, avoid these hazards, and jump on their head three times. And then yeah. they come up with more complicated versions of that, but it's always that same formula. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. just they're not they're not very threatening. Um and uh and then later in the game when you end up having to fight them again, they find some ways to make them hard that 
I think are just kind of bullshitty. <laughs> so <laughs> right. not that crazy about the amped up versions of, of the brutals. But um, mm. I mean, I think they're, they're well-designed characters, you know, they're funny. Um, yeah, I, 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 like, mind I like the look, look of them, them for sure. Mm. You know, uh, I did see, I, 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 I can't give credit for this. I don't remember who said it, but, um, but I, it is kind of funny that they put out their own version of these evil rabbits the same year that yeah. they, they had <laughs> Mario joining that. the rabbits in <laughs> yeah. a different game. I don't know what what would the reaction have been if um it was the rabbits in this game. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> I think yeah, I'd almost like that more. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft um, got the rabbits in the Mario. Game. I I the liked Mario. uh I liked Bowser's uh pet. That was a good boss fight. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I know what you, I know what you mean. Yeah. Go from oh yeah, go from oh, the brutals yeah. to that, and you're like, why they oh, even have yeah. brutals? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was. I was try- I, It took me a few seconds to realize what you mean by Bowser's pet. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, you were you were meaning that like facetiously. Well, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to avoid a spoiler for people. Yeah, we'll try not yeah. to spoil too much more. Yeah. Um. Do you say? Do you guys see yourself getting every moon? Yeah, I'm gonna get them. I Maybe over so. the course of a couple of years. Yeah, I've already. <laughs> I've finished everything, all the levels. I'm just going through them one by one. So I'm up to the woodland kingdom at the moment, and I've 100 the other three before that, three or four before that now. So I'm just going to keep going one by one until I do it all now. I uh, I did not get everything in 3D World because I thought I thought there was there was too much of it that was just kind of repetitive and not yeah. fun, you know like having mm-hmm. to beat levels with different characters and uh you know like your success coming down to whether you hit the top of the flagpole at the end and if you miss that you have yeah. to play through the entire level over again that was that the sort same of stuff in, yeah yeah Three, I, I think, off. yeah yeah i think i i think it's kind of excusable to, i mean excusable is a weird word to use but to just kind of skip those parts because it's like all, you, all you're getting are meaver stamps and like true i mean True, well, true. It's eventually like, but at you the same time, it is still level. something to collect. Oh, you do? So like, if you get everything, yeah, yeah in Champion. 3D World, the final level, yeah. you have to basically 100% the game in order to oh. open it up. And F I, that. I, wait, you mean, wait a minute, hold on. I, I've there's, done it. There's I've another level it, yeah. if you collect every stamp? No, 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 there's no level after the stamp. I don't okay, mean, I was gonna, I was, oh, yeah. oh, you mean the goal pole, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, um, I was gonna, you gotta get all the green, you gotta get all the green stars, you gotta get to the top of the flagpole. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, I was I was think I was thinking about uh, the stamps because like in order to get every single stamp, you have to clear each level with each character yeah. by by touching the top of the flag. No, no, no. It's just you don't have to. Touch just, the top if you want to get the last level, you just mm-hmm. ha- you just have to get the top of the flagpole with just a character. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But That's in that a- game, like the because it was you know a multiplayer thing. I think they expected you to play through it with like three other people to not like knock those out out at once. Oh um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting expectation. Yes but, it is. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the only that, way it makes sense. That seems to be yeah. that seems to be a lot of that seems to be a lot of Nintendo's thing with Mario games. Uh like the past like few years. Just like a lot of interesting expectations. Like <laughs> with new Super Mario Brothers, they expect people to, you know, play four player co op and not want to kill each other <laughs> and uh yeah same thing with 3d world and with this one is like the motion controls like all the motion controls seem like unnecessary to me mm. like that you don't i mean obviously you, you're not required to use them some of them but you the are fact that some some is will definitely help you out 
But, like, I feel like they're just... There's no... I don't know why they're pushing it so much. Like, even with, like, the action guide and stuff is, like, saying, oh, you can twist it around this way to do it, or do that, or shake it to go faster. Is there, a, is there a button press you can do to make the cap fly around him in a circle? Because that, that motion... Yeah. Kind yes. of. I mean, it's okay. basically like you like you would do a spin attack in Zelda, a quick spin attack in Zelda. Or, it's, or Sunshine, like, the spray, the yeah. 360 spray oh, yeah, yeah. Sunshine. Just, yeah, just spin same. around, yeah, rotate the control oh, okay. stick in a circle, then, like, yeah, do your throw. You have to okay. hold the, I think you hold the cap button. But yeah, okay. yeah, I, I don't think there's any required motion controls in some the of the Some of the um, captures require you to, like, shake the control, and the only way to do that, like, slightly different move is to... Sh- to do the motion control. Yeah. Because I was confused, because I didn't read the description on the frog power, really. I didn't really pay too close attention to it. And in the Cap Kingdom, there was, like, a moon that was really high. And I was like, I, I can only jump so high. How am I supposed to get it? And then I realized later, oh, if you shake the control, the frog does an even bigger jump. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, think th- I think the main thing is that there are so many buttons on the Joy-Cons and the Pro Controller they just end up repeating. Mm. They, like, repeat actions on controllers. Like, both B and A jump, both X and Y throw Cappy, both ZR and ZL do the ground yeah. bound, yes. both L and R do, uh... So, that's, the that's probably... Cameras. That's probably so that you can play the game on a single Joy-Con. Right. But... I, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I, I would love some, some remapping opportunities to put some... Yeah. Just to take away stuff. the options, yeah. And it, and it really kind of, kind of bummed me out, too, like, uh, I mean, I, I didn't mind the motion controls or something, but I did read somebody's uh, post on Reddit where uh, some somebody, there's this one guy that has, like, Parkinson's disease, and the fact that you cannot just turn off the motion controls at all, he had an, an extremely rough time with that game because, like, you know, his hands mm. would be shaking and it would activate, you know, Cappy, mm. Cappy oh. being thrown. Or, like, in the 2D sections, I don't know if you knew this, but if you shake the controller in the 2D sections, Mario will jump. Oh, yeah, I didn't just, know that. What's yeah, the so, point like, of that? Why would they do that? I don't that? know. I don't know. Strange. That was the it's, one it's, thing it's, that... That's, str- str- that's the one thing that struck me with this game, though. Um, the control layout and everything seems not that elegant compared to, like, past... What I'm used to from Nintendo. I mean, having multiple buttons do the same thing is something that I feel they haven't really done before. Like, it, I don't know. It seems a bit weird. Um... Well, yeah, like on Mario World, about. you can push either X or Y to run and spin your cape and stuff. Mm. So it, it's not it's not unprecedented, but oh, well, I think I think with that in that regard, it was like easier for, easier for to have two run buttons because B did your regular jump and A did the spin jump. So it's like it would be easier to rest your thumb oh. on either of those positions. Sure, but it's just like there's not really any reason to have it in this in with the control scheme like this yeah in odyssey uh, i agree uh, and on the motion stuff i mean i will say if you haven't checked there uh, is a screen in the options where you can change the sensitivity so mm-hmm. um it may be not enough to help someone with parkinson's but uh yeah the, if, you're, the, if you just well, find that they go a... off accidentally or that you have to shake too hard to make it work you might want to fiddle with that yeah there were, actually was an update on that uh apparent so the gamecube controllers actually still do work with the switch i know there was some confusion yeah. with like that functionality being added but yeah the gamecube controller works perfectly fine with this game <laughs> uh, i mean i might try yeah surpri- i mean there's like i mean obviously you can't like press the home button or you know the share button without like a you know an extra controller just lying yeah. around but uh 
I mean, it works. I mean, I put works in quotation marks. You can move and jump with Mario. <laughs> yeah, you can, well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, in the sense of like the buttons are mapped to like the to the letter. Yeah. So yeah. like you know, A and B will jump, but to do your Cappy attack, you would have to press Y or X on a GameCube controller, oh. which is just like not really that intuitive. Oh, Why? Why is not bad. Why is not I mean, why isn't bad, but you would expect to use the B button for action games. Sort, on, sort yeah, of. On GameCube. Yeah, it depends. I mean, why goes back to like more of the Super Nintendo idea yeah. where you and the, can and pivot the ground, your thumb and the, up and down. And the ground pound is mapped to the Z button on the GameCube <laughs> instead of the L. <laughs> well, it would be. Because, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because but... L and R is um, the, back, uh, the Z, L, and Z are, right? Yeah, Just, yeah. I, I, I maintain you should be able to re, you should be able to set your own controller mapping. Yeah, but yeah. Nevertheless, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I do think you know, but button assignments aside, I think the, these are fairly minor gripes in the, yeah, in the scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I think the the feel of the controls is excellent. You know, this, yeah, the, the responsiveness I, I and the physics and the all that stuff, I'm I'm very pleased with. And so. certainly, I never have to think about it, and that's that's where it's. If I have to think about it, that's where it crosses a line for me. And I don't exactly, have to think about like it. I never, yeah. It's just I. It's more. It's more along the lines of just noticing it along the way and being like, "Huh, yeah, that's, that's weird. It's odd, but all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I'm very comfortable with the controls now. But just yeah, like I was saying earlier, it was just early on. I was getting used to the cappy jumps and all that. I was making mistakes by like, "Oh no, I pushed the wrong button," sort of thing. Um, you know, I yeah. was. This seems a little random, but I, I, I was a little disappointed that the T Rex doesn't come after you. <laughs> he does. Uh, He's just it, asleep. In one level, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah, really? Yeah, okay. In the Wooden level, Kingdom, yeah. if you go into the deep, in one of the deep wood sections, there is an active T Rex that will chase you. Ooh, a, I need to go back there. There's it's all, actually pretty scary. <laughs> there's also one in a different kingdom that is extremely unexpected, and I don't want to spoil that yeah, for any of yeah. you Ooh, okay. it's a it's a secret area that you might not find until much much later but mm-hmm. yeah there was a surprise t-rex that uh, i found quite delightful nice but, yeah oh that's good because i was i i i didn't like that he was just confined to the cascade kingdom where he almost is useless <laughs> he's not useless he's just he's super powerful in there yeah yeah i guess that's yeah that's true there's sections where he it's kind of set up as a playground for the t-rex to go and just smash everything yeah i've been to that underground area that was fun yeah i wish he could attack a triceratops or something there's a triceratops skull up on the top of the island where's the triceratops (laughs) you don't want to know what happened to that triceratops (laughs) that skeleton is a really cool part of my world (laughs) yeah that skeleton's great it really is Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good game. I like it a lot. I really do. And it's it's got... Uh, I, I actually don't know how many moons there are. I don't want... Or I don't know if I want to know, but mm. it seems like this has about as much potential replay value as, like, Breath of the Wild. I... Hmm. Nah. No. It's not... It's I, just I, I, not I as big go of that, a game. I wouldn't go... Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but at the same time, like... I could see, I could still see myself coming back to this again and again to try and find more stuff. I found once I've hit the post game, like the amount of moons I've gotten has gone up, like the like quicker. Like um, you can just rack them up really, really fairly quickly. I mean, I, I'm at like the mid. I think I'm around four fifty at the moment. Um, but yeah, 
there's some really cool challenges in the post game that I thought, oh, maybe they should have moved some of these to the, you know, before. But um, so yeah, it's all pretty good. I think yeah, I think what you'll find in the post game especially is that the the kinds of things you can do to get a moon are incredibly diverse, which is great. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. also I would say highly variable in quality. So there's moons that you will do this amazing obstacle course and, and at the end or even along the way you'll find a secret one that's tucked away in this strange place. Um, those are my favorite. Those feel yep. the most Mario-like. And then there's other ones that are just sitting around in the world in strange places and you may or may not come across them. You know, there's clues that you might miss at first. I like those a lot. The ones I don't like so much are like the, the, the fetch quests and the, the strange little things that people want you to do. Hey, come back here, but dressed up as a doctor. Then yeah, I'll give yeah. you a moon. It's like, you know what? Maybe or, just, maybe you just sit there and, and, and I, maybe I just won't ever talk to you again. Maybe I don't need a, that moon. Find you know, no there's respect, other moons no that are a lot more fun to get than yours, buddy. Find these four no. fruits that are scattered somewhere around this entire level and bring them back to these pots. Yeah, no respect for the medical or farming professions. <laughs> well, I, like Zelda, I think I think Odyssey is a game that begs you to look at the incredible amount of stuff that it contains and ask yourself, what of this do I actually find interesting? True. And you can prioritize the way you play the game in such a way that you can do all the best stuff and kind of mostly avoid the things that you don't like as much or don't care about as much, you know. And yeah. and either way, I think you'll find there's a lot of it. There's a lot to do and there's a lot of cool stuff. And, and you know, maybe to me in Mario, it's a little more obvious what's the good stuff and what's the not so good, like more lazy stuff. But, um, but, 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 but maybe some people will say, oh, yeah, those are all my favorites. I love dressing up as the different costumes and going to make the character, you know, and he's so happy when you show up and you're dressed up as a cowboy. Yeah. And that was my favorite thing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's, that's not the game I played, but, I, you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many moons that I, I just don't feel that slighted by the ones that I don't care about as much, you know. Yeah. It's like okay, I can I'll be okay without those. I'll go over here and do these. I like how there's um yeah leaderboards for the mini games as well, which is like to compete with people, which is kind of cool. Oh, I haven't gone after any of those mini games yet, but uh, yeah, that is nice that oh. there is. Is well, it I'll friends? You, yeah, is I... it friends based or global? Uh both. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah. Yeah, both. And, and um, I haven't done a lot yeah, of Yeah, you're going to get very depressed if you try and chase some of those global ones. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm not going to try and chase the global ones. I beat my friend in one one of the things, though, so that's as good as I can get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. Like, I yeah. just I just finally got to a, over 100 jumps in the jump roping one in New Dog City. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is, like, I way harder than it should have been. I 60 on that one. You know, the best... Honestly, the best way to do it is to... Get on the moped and approach the jump rope on the moped. Yeah, I haven't tried and that do it yet. that way. Cause like, cause like when you do it as normal Mario, uh, you you'll do, do you'll do like yeah, you do the double jump and you just like land slower, so it's like so out of sync with with hmm. the jump rope. But like when you're when you're on the moped, it's just like it's just stationary, same jumps over and over, and it's just easier to get into that rhythm once they max out the speed. Huh. Yeah. that's funny. Wow. Uh, you know the 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 mini games that I've found quite interesting are the free the free races um with, yeah, uh, I love Ko- those. with koopa the quick yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. and again that goes right back to mario 64 he showed up in i know but that's, there, that's, but... that's one of the ones i was like oh they should have put the first round of these in the, the normal game and then mm. you could have come back later and do the harder version of it um maybe so but even even in the post game when i go back to these levels and i find i find that guy 
Yeah. Uh, he's often near the beginning of the level. Um, mm. I, I've gotten frustrated a few times going at it because I don't really know the level well, even though I've already been through it once. When you yeah. come back, the level changes a lot, and there's a lot of features there that you may not have even known how to use the first time. And so I'm finding it's better to go and do a bunch of moons and kind of re- really learn that area and then go mm. and try to do the race. And what I love about the races is that they are well designed to take advantage of the levels that they're in and they, the, the paths that they give you to do, um, well, they're not even really paths. It's just, Hey, get from point A to point B, whoever gets to point B first wins. And it doesn't matter how you do it. So you can capture things, you can ride on vehicles, you can, you know, do kinds of crazy jumps and get up and around obstacles or, you know, whatever, whatever it is you want to do to get over there. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of room to find an optimal way to do it, you know, and there's yeah, more I've than one way to win those races. crazy videos online of people parkouring all over the place to get to those goals real quick. Yeah, that's cool that you can do that, but you don't have to. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, I've done a little yeah. bit of, like, skips on, like, with the, doing those running things. I was like, ah, oh, well, it's getting, like, because I was, I, lo- I was losing a couple of times. I was like, ah, oh, there's got to be a slightly faster way to make this easier and then yeah you just sort of think about it look at the layout and i i can do like a triple jump here get up there and then long jump Mm -hmm. off that to and and yeah and like the first the first the first round that you do those races is like pretty it's usually pretty easy to do it but the second round is like when they add like the golden koopa and he does all those crazy shortcuts and stuff and you can you can watch that koopa do the things because you can do everything that the koopa ends up doing it just you just don't really see the cappy visual along with that koopa but you mm-hmm. can like kind of gauge like what you're supposed to do based on how the koopa's moving yeah you can learn a lot from watching the other ghosts yeah. i wonder if eventually they'll incorporate your friends as ghosts in those foot races so you can just kind of directly race against them or watch them yeah see that oh, that'd along. be great We'll see. I, yeah. One thing I've thought about a lot is like what kind of DLC they might do for Odyssey because it seems inevitable mm. in this. I think age. they will do it. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Is like, what do you, what do you guys think the future is for Odyssey? Do you think they're gonna just do do some straight up DLC like levels or updates, or do you think they'll probably end up making an Odyssey too? I think DLC is more likely than the straight like sequel. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, like, New Kingdoms added to DLC. I-, I was thinking when I was playing through it the first time, uh, I was surprised that there weren't any, like, direct homages to Mario 64, like a bomb on battlefield, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, uh, they did that in Galaxy 2. They did that in Galaxy 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just surprised they didn't do it here because this is much more of a sequel to Mario 64 than Galaxy. I mean, there there is one... There is one section that they do that's a direct recreation, but you may not. Oh, yeah, have I've seen it that. I've seen oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I, it's not I, as grandiose yeah. as even the Galaxy Two remake. <laughs> okay. I would actually prefer. I would actually prefer it if they, you know, just went back to Delfino Island. Yeah, it'd be oh, awesome. Oh, Johnny, do you mean that, like a yeah. Delfino Kingdom? Johnny, do yeah. you mean the castle? Um, there's a there's another part of the castle you can go to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think Delfino Island would be 
an absolutely fantastic kingdom for them to add. And they could just see, think of how many places they could see oh it with gosh, moons and cool things mm-hmm. to do. And I think it would be a great redemption for Sunshine for the people who don't like that game to be able yeah. to go back and experience that environment and the and the bubbly music and and the just the cool vibe of that game but now with better controls better camera you know a more maybe a more thoughtful design to where these where the secrets are stored and things like that yeah Yeah. chance to go um, back and revisit that and they could recreate (laughs) a lot of the sunshine powers as well with some of the capture abilities yeah like like the the one in the seaside kingdom Mm -hmm. the little water blob like he's basically flood in a way. It's like the jet version of Flood that where you can yeah. go yeah. really fast out on the water. That that little uh, octopus has a great um, obstacle course of his own in the post game. Yeah, I'm looking for that right now, actually. I've just got back to that area. Well, guys, and, um, um, I'm going to have to go. Um, but okay. Please well, I think we're about to wrap to... up anyway. But, oh, okay. Um, sure. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say um. Oh yeah, on 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 on. If they do a sunshine level, you know, they can make the currency of that level the blue coins. Yes. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> make them just as bullshit to try and find two hundred and fifty of these. Have fun. <laughs> and, um, and good luck. The costume for that level can be the uh, the nineteen seventies uh, shirt that Mario wears. Uh, oh yeah, the sun the sunglasses in the Hawaiian shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could also have the flood as a costume. Oh, that's true. And yeah, just before we we go, we did have one listener mail, but I'm pretty sure we um sort of already pretty much spoke and answered about it. But I'll just uh, say thanks to um D- the Dan from Canada for sending in an uh, an email. Uh, his question was basically, um, what were your thoughts on idea on the idea of new goals being unlocked upon beating the main story mission? Um, he said he has read uh, mixed opinions in the idea, but uh, he uh, that it makes the exploration uh, pointless. Um, he disagrees, though. So I don't think it makes the exploration pointless. Seeing that, like, if there's more stuff added later, so yeah. I thought you said I thought you said new girls for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, sorry. oh, I don't know. New girls. Rosalina, that'll be, that'll be nice. Get go Ro- Rosalina and Daisy in the seaside kingdom with those costumes. That people... <laughs> oh, I'm down. Um. <laughs> Yeah. No, new new goals are good. I, I do think the game, I, I wish it was more upfront about recommending that you do the story missions before you go do the other stuff. If it was just a little more clear about, hey, we strongly suggest you do this because then you'll get an introduction to the be, level yeah. and then more stuff will be available for you to just go out and do whatever you want. You know, But mm-hmm. it yeah. suggests the idea that I mean, you could really do whatever you want. And then when you do that, you find yourself limited because you haven't gone and done the story missions yet. So yeah. it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it is more flexible than to go back to Sunshine. There's parts of that game that are very strictly gated off until you do the story mission. A lot of the story missions are not that fun. You know, chasing around yep. water Mario is really one of the worst things in that game. So yeah. there's a lot of it early on. So if you, you know, I, I, I like that they give you the option to go and, and get distracted but they should probably be a little more suggestive about, hey, you know, it would be a good idea for you to do these story missions because it, it'll pay off. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, yeah. it's fine. You're going to do I think them. There's something, it's also something that you, you learn. I learned that sort of halfway through. I was like, okay, maybe yeah. I should stop just, like, exploring straight up and just get the story stuff out of the way and then open the level up fully. Something. Oh, yeah. 
I yeah. blasted through the second half of this game. Yeah, so me too. But I saw but, very little of it, so now I'm going back and, you know, getting it in the full. There you yeah. go. Alrighty, well, I think we'll leave uh, the conversation there. Thanks, guys, for coming on and talking about Mario today. Yeah. Thanks for having us. That's yeah, right. thanks for having me. This was this was a fun fun few this little is, uh, podcasts. A good yeah. a good cap off like cap off to our um past two episodes, which are all about Galaxy. So, uh, I see what you did there. It was a good lead in. <laughs> Um, alright, yeah, so thanks again, guys, and thanks everyone for listening. And, uh, yeah, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com or hit us up on Twitter or, um, on the talkback to this episode. Alright, uh, thanks everyone again, and, uh, until next time. Bye. See ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>